Broadcasting from the UNMC College of Nursing, get ready for RN Huddle, the podcast dedicated to bringing hot topics for and by nurses to the table. Hello, everyone. This is Heidi Keeler, your host of RN Huddle. We are so pleased that you're joining us here today. And today we have one of our episodes that features one of our dear partners, our own Nebraska Medicine Emergency Department. And we have special guests, Nicole Lenahan, Kaylin Knight, and Bowley. And we are just so proud that our guests today feature not only our Omaha Nebraska Medicine, but also our Bellevue Medical Center. And our guests today want to talk to you about uh, feeling prepared. How do you develop in your profession and feel prepared? And so they want to talk to you about a fellowship program that is being run through our own ED department. And so we're going to hear about what this fellowship is and what effect it's having on preparedness of nursing skills. And uh, we'll just see where the conversation goes from there. So we hope you enjoy this episode of RN Huddle. Hi, everyone. My name is Nicole Lenahan. I have been a nurse for about 18 years. I started in the adult intensive care unit in 2004 at Nebraska Medicine, and I found my home in the emergency department in 2010. And since 2018, I have been one of the nursing professional development specialists that serves the emergency department. And my name is Kaylin Nye. I am currently a nursing professional development specialist in the emergency department also. I have been with Nebraska Medicine since 2012, and I've been a nurse since 2016. I have been a care tech in the department. I did the fellowship program myself. I transitioned to a staff nurse role and now finally the NPDS role. And then I am also a subject matter expert for the National Emerging Special Pathogens Training Education Center. Hi, everyone. My name is Ann Boley. I'm the Nursing Professional Development Specialist for the Emergency Department at our Bellevue campus. I've been a nurse with Nebraska Medicine for 15 years, with primarily my experience being in neurology and neurosurgery, as well as the emergency department. We're going to spend some time talking about our fellowship program. So, Nicole, do you want to start to share a little bit about our program? Sure. So, our program got started in 2004. And in 2004, uh, you may not have known, but there was a nursing shortage. So new graduate nurses had the opportunity to start careers in areas like an emergency room or an ICU, which had typically been reserved for nurses with experience. So programs like ED fellowships started popping up around the U.S. around that time. And Nebraska Medicine wanted to be competitive with other institutions. So the ED educator at that time, her name was Donna Hoover along with our ED manager, Suzanne Watson, who is still the ED manager today, started the very first ED nursing fellowship program at Nebraska Medicine. It started with five new graduate fellows in the very first group. And this consisted of an extended orientation, so up to about 12 months of orientation, and it was supplemented by class time. They found that the extended orientation was a necessity for training because even now we notice with new graduate nurses that while nursing school teaches you the fundamentals of nursing care, nursing students often don't get to experience caring for patients in an acute emergent crisis. So ER nurses have to be 
able to intervene and stabilize patients who are often critically ill. They're at their worst. They may be on death's door and they, we may not even know a diagnosis yet. So along with the ER team of physicians, our pharmacists, our respiratory therapists, the whole interdisciplinary team that we work with, we have to do a lot of detective work to find what the patient's problem is. And we have to be ready to have this happen across all age groups. So the ED fellowship was a way to give new grads those experiences for an extended period of time and to pair them with an experienced preceptor so that they could feel safe and in control during those high stress emergent situations. And it allowed them to put knowledge into practice. Our program has changed a lot over the years. So Kaylin, would you want us to talk a little bit about what our program is like today? Absolutely. So we actually just recently restructured our fellowship program. Um, we're trying to do our best to maximize the experiences for our new graduate nurses. So what our fellowship is today, it's actually separated out over four sessions that are one week long. And we try to bring common subjects together throughout that week to kind of maximize our fellowship nurses learning. So the first week is actually Monday through Friday. It's eight to 1600. And that week is called the ABCD week, which is actually airway breathing circulation and disability, where we focus more on cardiac issues, respiratory issues, neurological issues. So we have lectures, we have activities, and we have simulations built into that. In addition to the curriculum days, which are Monday and Tuesday from 8 to 1600, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday are actually alternate experiences that kind of build based upon what they learn on Monday and Tuesday. So for example, for ABCD week, you may go to neuroscience ICU. You may go to cardiac progressive care unit. Um, there's a variety of places you can go. After that first week, we usually give our fellowship nurses about two more weeks, just clinical with their preceptor on the floor before we move into week two, which is emergency and trauma, where we focus more on traumatic injuries, medical codes, how to handle those situations. And really our goal is just to build comfort in our new grads with those more critical patients. So after Monday and Tuesday of curriculum that week, there's three more days of alternate experiences. Then we again give them about two more weeks just on the floor before we go into the third week, which is special populations. That week really focuses on behavioral health patients, OB patients. Um, we talk about labor and delivery quite a bit, pediatrics, and we just kind of help build comfort on those topics. And those also include both lectures and simulations, and then followed by three days of alternate experiences. And then the fourth and final week, which is again, Monday through Friday, we call it the graduation week because it's kind of a mixed bag. We do a lot of fun things. We teach some wilderness medicine. We talk about biocontainment care, decontamination. And then we also just have a celebration and of course a competitive game because everyone likes to be a little bit competitive. So to kind of summarize how that works, it's four one-week sessions off the floor that focus on more education, lecture, simulation, and alternate experiences. And then when you are not in one of those curriculum weeks, you are on the floor with your preceptor getting real life experiences with real patients. In addition to those four week sessions, we also have emergency nurse association modules that are worth over 70 CEs that our fellowship nurses get to do over the course of their one year on the fellowship. And this entire emergency department fellowship is actually done in conjunction with the Vizient AAC and nurse residency program at Nebraska Medicine. So you have a big group where you kind of work with other nurses in the institution, and then you have your smaller group in the fellowship where you're working more closely with people who are also working in the emergency department. So Anne, do you kind of want to talk about how Bellevue Medical Center became part of our fellowship program? I would love to. 
So for those of you who don't know, Nebraska Medicine Bellevue's campus opened back in May of 2010, where we weren't originally a part of the Nebraska Medicine System. As we continued to grow and the merger was complete, we decided to start our fellowship program in 2015. At that time, our department had grown enough to support new graduate orientation through our staffing, and we started to exceed about 28 to 31,000 visits per year. Our orientation consisted of six to 12 months of orientation with an assigned preceptor with limited alternate experiences. We did also include our ENA modules within our fellowship. And in 2021, we decided to merge our fellowship program with the main campus for a few reasons. The feedback we got from our fellows is that there was a lack of alternate experiences. Within our intensive care services, they were onboarding new staff as well, which was the priority for them and not allowing alternate experiences for our ED staff. We no longer have women's services at our Bellevue campus. And as you may know, we don't have pediatric services as well. So merging the two programs allowed our staff to be able to have those experiences up on the main campus. Our smaller staff was also only able to support one to two fellows at a time, which leaves a gap in peer support. Being a new grad can be very stressful as we all know, which is why I'm so passionate about this program and giving our staff the opportunity to grow and learn with the main campus staff and have that support system. Nicole, I know you're as passionate about this program as I am. What are some of your thoughts and feelings? Well, when I started in the ICU in 2004, that was also an area that was typically reserved for nurses with experience. And even when I was there, I had been told uh, that new grads should not start in the ICU. And I'm not going to lie and say that it was easy. It was very hard, especially the first year, but I was able to do it. And it gave me a lot of really good experience to jumpstart my career in nursing. So when I came down to the ER in 2010, I had already precepted quite a few nurses. And at that point, I was given the opportunity to start precepting fellowship nurses, which to this day has been probably one of the most rewarding things I have done in my career as a nurse. To be able to take a new graduate nurse and teach them everything you know and watch them grow as a nurse for an extended period of time is just a really neat thing to see. And now in my role as an NPDS, um, I get to become more involved with the curriculum and the class time. So I actually get to see and help all of the fellows as opposed to just helping one in the clinical setting. And I love it. So Kaylin, you went through the program. Can you tell us why the program is so special to you? Oh, absolutely. So, you know, I still find myself like I have to pinch myself sometimes to realize I went through this fellowship program and here I am today being someone who gets to help contribute to that curriculum. My absolute favorite thing about this fellowship program is it gives nurses who are new grads the opportunity to start in the area that they know that they love. When I was in nursing school, I always knew I wanted to be in the emergency department. I was a care tech in the emergency department. I knew it's where I wanted to end up, but I always heard, well, you're going to have to go and get experience somewhere else. And thankfully, there was a fellowship program that allowed me to start down there. Um, now, was it easy? Absolutely not. I needed a support system. There was so much learning to do. It really does kind of feel like school all over again when you graduate. But I think that's important. I want to have as much education as I can have. And in addition to that, you start with like your little class, your small cohort of nurses who are also fellowship nurses in the emergency department, and they become lifelong friends. I still have great relationships with the fellowship nurses that I did the fellowship program with. So it really does just help facilitate lifelong relationships in a very unique setting in the hospital. 
So Kaylin, tell me a little bit about the history of your fellowship program. Um, what are some highlights? What are some trends? Sounds like it's been around for a long time. How have you continued to keep it going? Sure. So as Nicole mentioned, the fellowship program actually started in 2004, and we have had over 80 fellows since that first class. And 46% of those fellows are still at Nebraska Medicine, which just shows how excellent this program really can be. It keeps people at our institution. That's really great for retention. Well, absolutely. And there's been so many people involved in this fellowship program since it started. There have been seven educators that have contributed a piece of what the fellowship is today. And as far as retention goes, like you mentioned, I mean, obviously, when people get the fellowship program, we ask that after they complete the fellowship, they stay with us for two years. But what we find is people are staying a lot longer than two years because it's such a great team and it's such a great family in the emergency department. A lot of people don't want to leave. And when people do leave, it's usually for something positive. Now, obviously, relocation is kind of up there in the reasoning people leave. But outside of that, the next highest are advanced degrees and career growth, which if we're going to lose somebody, that's what we want to see. We want to see them grow mm -hmm. and become the best professional they can be. I think it's really cool that you can take all of that information, all the number of people who've gone through that, and those are your top reasons for leaving is you're furthering their development, which is a goal of all three of ours as professional development specialists. Absolutely. If they're going to leave, they're doing it for good cause. Mm -hmm. So Ian, what do you think makes our fellowship stand out from other ones across the nation? I think one of the biggest things is that the extended orientation, there's not a lot of areas that provide an extended orientation up to that six month mark or even longer, which allows us as educators and professional development specialists to make it really tailored to the needs of that fellow. They're not on a strict 10 or 12 week time frame. The other thing that I really like about our program is that they're going through it with their peers. Um, we all know that when new grads come in, they want to hit the ground running. And at some point, they do experience that reality shock. Now, this might not happen until they're off orientation, but giving them that extra time to gain in those critical experiences may help them in the long run. And they'll continue to have that support system when they do encounter that reality shock. Well, you know, you mentioned um, relationships among nurses, but it's not just nurses collaborating with nurses in our fellowship program. Nurses also collaborate with our emergency medicine residents. Because we're an academic medical center and we have an emergency department residency program, our nurses get to go to a lot of lectures with our residents and learn a little bit more complex and look deeper into specific patient cases, which I think is really unique about our organization. And we even get opportunities to do outdoor simulations with our residents. We have collaborated with fire departments, um, other emergency physicians. We've actually gone to a farm and we get to practice like a mass casualty incident with other physicians and nurses. And it's just really an extraordinary thing. And not to mention with Nebraska Medicine having the Davis Global Center and IXL, our residents get a lot of experience in simulation and high fidelity simulation that they can actually practice on these fake patients before they see it in real life, which I think is really cool. Mm -hmm. I think what else is unique to our program is that we have a really strong mentorship program and support from our experienced nurses in the department. We typically pair our fellows after about six months to a year, so right when they're coming off orientation, we pair them with a mentor. And this mentor can be, um, doesn't have to be their preceptor, it can be, but it could be somebody that they've gotten to know in the department. It could be somebody that has the same interests as them inside the department or even outside the department. For example, we have nurses that are forensically trained as sexual assault nurse examiners. And we have fellows that are really interested in doing the same thing. And so they will ask to be paired with an experienced SANE nurse, and that's their mentor. We also do 
lots of activities to kind of support the mentorship program. Um, we have two events annually that are super fun. One of them is a Go Ape event where we go to Mahoney State Park and we do uh, climb in the trees and do zip lining. The other one is a behind the scenes tour at the zoo where we go to the Desert Dome and we get to go behind the scenes at the Desert Dome and learn about the snakes and the reptiles and animals. Because if a poisonous snake ever bit a handler, they would actually come to the Nebraska Medicine Emergency Department. So we get to build relationships with them and to see some really cool things along the way. We also have done, we have a lot of plant moms and dads in our department, and we have done spring planting where we go, we learn about plants for those of us like myself who don't know much and typically tend to kill plants that are in my house. We get to learn how to take care of them, what they are, and just make beautiful pots. And it's just a great thing to do outside of the department with your peers especially working in a place that can be very high stress. We also get our fellows involved very early on with all the opportunities that the ED has to offer. People may not know this, but our, our emergency department has its own ED biocontainment team. So we are constantly recruiting our fellowship nurses to join this team to learn more about patients that could be under investigation for infectious diseases. We also have nurses that are midline trained and trained in ultrasound IVs. We have forensically trained nurses or sexual assault nurse examiners. We also try to get our new fellowship nurses involved in mentoring future fellow nurses. So we will have them come and do lectures at our sessions that we have for our curriculum and talk to some of our new fellows to share their experiences. Um, we also do cross train between campuses. So if there were ever a time that Bellevue needed some help or our campus needed some help, if they were interested, they could experience working in a different ER. So Kaylin, what are we doing to keep our program competitive, if not better throughout the nation? So one way I think that we do that is we are constantly evolving our program based off the feedback that we get from our fellowship nurses. We, we give them an idea of what it's gonna look like and that's the first time we ask them, what is your opinion on this? Is this gonna work with your life? From there, we get them through the first two full weeks of curriculum, and then we give them a survey and we see how they're feeling so far, what they like, what they didn't like, so we can already start planning for the next cohort of fellowship nurses. And then after the final graduation week, we send out one more survey that questions about the entire fellowship altogether to get their feedback on it. And we promise them that we are going to make changes based upon the feedback that they give us. And we're, we even include our graduated fellowship nurses with the next cohort of fellowship nurses. They come the first day and they kind of talk about the fellowship, what they learned, and they give advice to our newest graduates. So they really feel supported throughout the program and even after. And special relationships can form between preceptor and orientee. I have precepted three and a half fellows. I do take credit for half of one because I started this role uh, and she was halfway done. But I still keep in touch with a lot of my fellowship nurses, and a lot of times we refer to them as our kids or our ER kiddos. And even to this day, I get a text message from one of my fellowship nurses who, during a shift one day, we discovered that she had never registered to vote and had never voted in an election. And I probably mom shamed her a little bit and told her that uh, it was her civic duty. And I helped her register in her state to vote. 
And so now whenever she goes to vote, she sends me a picture of her I voted today sticker. And I'm still to this day very proud of her. So that's just one example of some of the special relationships that are formed in our department by having such an extended orientation. It's really a relationship that you can't get anywhere else when you're so close with somebody for so long. So Anne, for someone who's interested in this fellowship program, what advice do you have for them? I think one of the first things they need to do is maybe set up a job shadow. Anyone who's interested in doing a job shadow at Nebraska Medicine can email jobshadow at nebraskamed.com. If you're a senior level nursing student, we recommend that you start applying for the fellowship position at least six months prior to your graduation. If you're early on in your nursing school career, consider applying for one of our emergency services nursing assistant jobs. This will give you an opportunity to see what the ED is like and maybe find out if it is a fit for you. The nice thing about this is you will learn your baseline skills of what it takes to be an ED tech along the lines of seeing what the nurses do day in and day out. Every day is an interview and this would be a good way to get your foot in the door to apply for that emergency department fellowship program. If you have any further questions on the ED fellowship program, you can reach out to Ann Boley at Bellevue campus, or you can reach out to Nicole or Kaylin on ED main campus. Our emails are in the show notes. Well, thank you so much to our guests today from the EDs of Nebraska Medicine and Bellevue Medical Center. We so enjoyed hearing your stories about your fellowship and the positive impact that it's having. Thank you so much. We love the partnership that we have with you. We definitely hope that you've gained something from listening to our episode today. If you have any suggestions on topics or things that you'd like to see us cover, please see the show notes and get in touch with us. That's all we have for today. Thank you so much for joining RN Huddle. Thank you for listening to RN Huddle. To stay connected, follow us on Twitter and Facebook at UNMC CNE or check out unmc.edu slash CNE for more program information.